0: Welcome to the Creative War Podcast. This is the podcast where I provide insight on the things I have learned in life and music, share other people's stories, and we create a community to inspire creatives to explore their artistic identity. Episode one, y'all. Today, we're gonna be talking about Stop Waiting for the Perfect Time. If you read this title, I'm sure this title means something to you before I even get into it. I feel like oftentimes God will speak to us as creatives and tell us to do something. But we will say, I have to wait until, you know, I have this or I can't start on that idea because I don't have enough resources or I don't have enough money or I don't know where to start. Let me tell you something. Not knowing where to start when God tells you to do something is not an excuse not to start. You do know where to start. You're just afraid to. I know that may be harsh, but it's time out for us using excuses to delay doing what God has told us to do. Um, And there's no such thing also as the perfect time. I mean, there is, but you're probably using that as an excuse to delay. And that's not the road that I'm going to go down right now. Episode one, I want to share, you know, my story, my unique story with y'all. In case you don't know, in case you're like, who is Kel Bailey? Um, Came across this podcast and who is he? Some of you guys know my story. Some of you guys don't. But I think it's important that I give context uh, surrounding about, you know, how I got into producing, how I got into songwriting, how I have stepped into this artist phase of life. So around about the age of 15, um, I went to a Troy Snead listening party that was being produced by my brother, James Johnson. Now, at the time, I hadn't officially met James, but um, he is important to, you know, my story and how I got into songwriting. So I go, and go to this Troy Sneed listening party. Um, I'm sitting there. I'm listening to them talk about the story of how songs are written. They're talking about how production happens. They're talking about how, like, you know, on this one song... We use some janitor keys as a shaker to make it move. And they just was getting really in-depth to the whole process. And I don't know what happened, but something happened to me where, you know, I left that event feeling super inspired. I was like, I want to be a part of songwriting. I want to be a part of production. I want to be a producer. I leave that event and I go home and write my first song. Um. again, my first song was called Free, and I remember that moment like it was yesterday. Went, went home, laid down, and I tried to write, and for whatever reason, God gave me this song at night, and the song was called Free. One of these days, I want to release my first song as well that I ever wrote, because I think it's good enough to be released to the public. So, I released this song, and Again, the light bulb went off in my head of I want to be a songwriter. I want to be a producer like this is what I want to do. So fast forward from that day on, I started, you know, consistently writing. Now, I ain't gonna say that I was writing every single day because I wasn't doing that. But I figured that, you know, if I want to be a songwriter, I'm going to have to write. I'm going to have to learn how to write. So I'll say occasionally occasionally. I would, you know, just write a song. And that kind of snowballed. Years later, I started writing more and more and more. I would write songs over and just keep on writing to the point where around about 2016, 2017 or so, you know, I got all of these songs and I'm not doing nothing with them. So I was like, let me start reaching out to artists. I've. This this is what I do, you know. Since I got all these songs, I'm not just going to keep all these songs to myself. Let me start, you know, try to pitch these songs to artists and be, you know, just be a ghostwriter or whatever. So, I start emailing different artists, and when I tell y'all I was emailing different different artists, I'm talking Jason Nelson, you know, Miranda Curtis, all the big names, you know, I'm reaching out to them. And every now and then Someone, you know, would reach back and be like, Hey, you know, send it to me. But I would say 90% of the time, those artists did not email me back. They left me on red, or, you know, maybe they just didn't see it. You know how that goes, right? But every now and then, you know, they'll be like, Send it. And I would send it again. 90% of the time, once I sent it, they didn't respond back. Or, you know, the other 10% of the time, they would respond and just be like, Hey, great song but we're not really looking for music right now or you know this song doesn't really fit what we're trying to do but thank you for sending it stuff like that so kind of got discouraged with that process of you know constantly being turned down i feel like now you know if i was to go back on that journey it's different a lot of things like that is just built on relationships unless your song is just really amazing most artists not really looking for songs to you know sing to my understanding um artists on that level they're already plugged into different songwriters who they're looking for them to give them songs they're not really looking for you know the general public to send them a song and them release it because at the time like people like myself i i won't win the music game for real i was on the come up like no one knew who i was and they're not looking for my song to sing. They're looking for someone who's already registered with BMI, someone who's already in the game, someone who's in a circle. And that's, you know, from what I've heard from different songwriters and stuff like that. But, you know, that'll be something that we talk about later. Anyways, I had all these songs and I did get a chance to pitch some of these songs to some local artists. Um, one of the records that, um, you know, did a couple of my songs that I wrote was Christina Blue? She gave me an opportunity to write on her record, and we did release some of my music that I had. So I was thankful for that opportunity to write for her um, and produce. You know, most of her record. But from there, I did that record in 2016, and that was like my first production, first record, and all of that. Um, and it was it was cool. You know, it was a, it was a dope little record, especially for my first one. Fast forward the story. Um, 2017 comes around and I'm working in a restaurant at this time. So I'm working at this Greek restaurant called Tzatziki's and God gives me the most amazing song. It falls down on me while I'm at uh, work. Um, I still got the voice memo somewhere as well. Um, if you follow my music, you know, this song, the song that God gave me is called, glory um, re-released as glorify but god gave me this song called glory i was up one night um, just you know uh, praying reading my word and there was something in the book of corinthians that stood out to me it was talking about how we as believers we as christians our bodies belong to god and we should use our bodies to glorify god that verse alone stuck with me all day And I pondered on that verse all day. Like, what does it mean to have our life glorify God, our bodies to glorify God? And that song dropped down on me. And when I tell you, I think that was the first time ever in my life that a song was given to me in that way. What I heard in my mind and what I felt in my spirit, um, the song was so... I'll use the word. I hate to use this word, but the song was so magical to me Um, and just the sound that I was hearing in my mind. And my ability to recreate what I was what I heard, I was scared to do that. I was like, I have this idea in my mind, but how can I put this on paper? How can I put this in logic and make it make sense on what I'm hearing? So I'm I'm struggling. God gives me the song, and I also have this musical tune in my head, but I'm like, how do I reproduce what I'm hearing? But here's the thing. I knew God gave it to me. So God gives me the song. I go home. I produce it. Um, I finished the song in, like, one night, y'all. Like, I'm working on Glory. Finish it in one night, which is crazy. Um, listen to it the next day, and the— from top to bottom God gave me that song let the life that I live bring glory to the father like that whole entire song finish it and then a couple of months later I released it made a mistake I released it under my Instagram name one of the dumbest mistakes I've done yet in my musical career so I released that under you know my Instagram name which was dumb took it down Decide to do a rebrand but this is where God spoke to me and this is where um, I'll kind of slow down and really tell y'all more about my story six months later was it six months later this is 2017 no I take that back one year later a year later I'm at home remind you I'm still writing music I'm still learning how to write I'm still learning how to produce all of that doing a good job but you know people don't know that i'm doing this um yeah so i'm at home chilling laying in the bed just i don't know exactly what i was doing i think i was probably watching tv or something like that but i feel that god spoke to me in my spirit now i didn't hear his audible voice but i felt that god spoke to me in my spirit and was like it's time for you to release music um and I didn't hear it exactly like that. It just was more so of this feeling of what if, you know, you release an EP and it was this strong feeling out of nowhere. Like it was one of them things I wasn't necessarily thinking about this. It popped in my mind out of nowhere, out of the complete blue. So I feel this in my spirit. I jump up out of the bed. I go in my um hallway and I'm like, huh? And I'm like, I'm telling myself no, but the other part of me is like, yes, but my, my flesh and my spirit is like, no. So (laughs) I know that's a weird dynamic, but I'm feeling this feeling and I'm entertaining the thought like, all right, what if I do release music? But I know now that it was the Holy Spirit speaking to me that it was time for me to release music. Um, because I look at that moment alone as a moment that marked me that God was calling me to do, you know, release music. Long story short, um, I start I, I started releasing music. I started working on my first EP. Um, and it goes back to this whole episode of waiting for the perfect time. I was giving myself excuses like I can't do it. I don't have the resources. I don't have the people around me to do so. But once i started working towards what i said i wanted to do which was an ep um and what god birthed it in my heart to do there was literally people around me who was like um yeah i'll sing on your record like yeah just let me know like i'm down they didn't ask for money they didn't ask for anything they just was like i'm down like let's do it my friends who are musicians drummers and stuff like that they was down for the ride they was like let's do it you know Um, and I'm thankful, you know, that I listened to the voice of God and I followed after what I felt in my spirit to do to release music. Since then, I have released two albums. I've done two or three different singles as well. And I say all of that to say, stop waiting for the perfect time. Like once you start doing what God has called you to do and God is going to do the rest. Like God is going to bring the correct pieces that you need in place to get what he's calling you to do. Um, It's if it's his will, he's going to give you the resources like I've seen it happen in my life. I've seen it multiple times. And that's one of the things that I'm super passionate about, um, about just pushing people to do what God has called them to do. Remind you, like I don't come necessarily from a musical family. I don't have. I didn't have like a, a super deep community around me who was like, yo, this is how you produce music. This is how you write. I just had inspiration around me. And I, I, I caught on to that and I ran with it. Looking back on that moment now, when I felt that God had spoke to me about releasing music, it would have been easy for me to say, let me wait for the perfect time or I don't have everything that I need. But I quickly found out once I started moving towards what God had told me to do, things started falling into place and I believe that the creative war um, with my whole entire artist journey and that whole entire process was my flesh was like you know you're not good enough people aren't going to receive you as an artist you're a keyboard player you're not a producer you're you're not able to release music under the way that you release it like i release music and i feature other artists to sing my music like that's not typically um usual like people do it but you know in the gospel community we don't see that like a whole bunch like that's not the thing that we see a lot so it would have been easy for me just to talk myself out of it and give myself all these different excuses that was the war of my flesh like trying to disobey what god had called me to do but i'm grateful that i obeyed now i get to look back and see all of the fruit that listening to the voice of god one time has bared again i have two albums a couple of singles as well and i really feel that i'm walking the purpose that god has called me to walk in in this season of course because i do believe that there is more and yeah, I'm just grateful. So my question that I ask you guys today, what is the thing that God has called you to do? And you're telling yourself that you're waiting for the perfect time. I'm here to tell you there's no such thing as the perfect time and a perfect time is going to turn into you never doing what God has called you to do. Um, the late Miles Monroe has talked about before that the richest place in all of the earth is the grave because a lot of people die with million dollar ideas and they never get it out of them. So again, I encourage you guys, stop waiting for the perfect time. Today is the day that you do what God has placed in your heart to do. Don't let fear hold you back, walk in your purpose because when you walk in your purpose, you will see the fruit that comes from being obedient to God. And I promise you there is a harvest in being obedient to what God told you to do. So you guys be blessed. Stay tuned for episode two. Episode two is going to be crazy. And I hope that you guys enjoyed episode one. Please share this podcast with someone. We're going to keep on going. More episodes on the way. So be on the lookout. Thank you.